Hello. Hi, hi. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, this weekend's been sunny, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, nice. It's still kind of chilly over here, which is really? sad, but yeah. But I mean, I'm wearing like a shirt that doesn't have sleeves on it. So it's gotten better. I'm comfortable wearing something without like long sleeves. So right. it's warm enough just to wear something yeah. with short sleeves. Okay. Um, I'm Giovanni. <laughs> Hi, I'm Miranda, and this is episode 60, 30, 36, 60, my goodness, 36, oh. my, <laughs> my mind, I was gonna say 63, anyway, cute, <laughs> yeah. would you like to introduce the topic today? Sure, I can, um, so I had this cool idea, I guess, um, because when I woke up this morning, as one does, I scrolled through social media. And I got a notification from LinkedIn, which I know isn't a typical social media platform. Don't judge me, guys. Um, about this kid who I be- don't know super well, but he posted about how when he was in North Carolina, he was basically like attacked by a group um, of white individuals who... They like said something like, are you going to use your Kung Fu skills on us? Um, and yeah, he ended up in the hospital and then he tried to file a report with the police. But then the police basically did like a their word against years. Um, and then he saw these people like a few days later, like at a bar or something. And they also were being racist still. He is um, an Asian American. And obviously this is like, a pretty big deal right now. Um, There is a lot, a lot of Asian American um, racism right now, especially Chinese Americans. Um, Some people are are blaming COVID on Chinese Americans, even though they obviously weren't in China when it started. And even then, like, it's not really China's fault. I don't know enough about COVID to say exactly what started it, but like the racism, yikes. and so um, I scrolled through the comments, as one does. Um, and the first one, the first comment was this woman talking about, she basically said, like, no offense to you and others who have been injured in this way, but this just highlights how much um, people need to listen to black individuals because this is only a small fraction of what black individuals have to endure every day which valid very valid black individuals do have to endure a lot um and there's a lot of racism and a lot of hate and a lot of violence um but i left a comment about like that is a valid concern and like i basically just said um and then i was like but you shouldn't erase the voices of the Asian Americans and invalidate what they're saying. If we choose to compete, we're not going to get anywhere. And instead, we should be working together to call out the racism or sexism or other marginalizing systems that are in place. So, yeah. I wanted to talk wow. about that. Yeah. Do you know the, um, the Asian American, like, personally? Uh, not well okay yeah that's insane I mean we did we I like I remember saying something about uh we were talking about a previous episode about like um the racism 
uh, that black individuals experience versus I think you brought it up and then you're just like don't like Asians experience that too and I might have said something like yes they do but it's like not as severe and I don't think I was thinking about it I, we recorded this a while ago before like the, the violence like hit the news and we were yeah. like exposed to like all of the crazy stuff that's happening which is right. not okay and I think this just like is bringing up like what's been kind of like underlying under like you know underlying like racism that like hasn't been brought to the surface and it's like yeah. a physical manifestation of like you know how there are other groups uh, people of color who are experiencing this too and I and I totally agree with you about like how we shouldn't be invalidating other people's experiences with racism I mean obviously like black individuals they, they have it really rough really hard and the, there's a very bloody past and it's it's very ingrained into our society it, just thinking about how people can can compare like compare their trauma, their racism, their experience like with violence to other people's and try to diminish what they've experienced. It, sh it just irks me. Like you should be uniting, you should be, you know, banding together and supporting each other. It's just, it, I, like, I understand where it's coming from, but at the same time, like there are people hurting and you want to make your problems more, I don't know. Like I like you know what you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah, completely. Like, um I don't know. Um I feel like this is the first time in a while, at least in big media, that Asian American racism has like been really talked about since like the transcontinental railroad or like internment camps. Mm. Um so I think it's so important and I think if it's invalidated too quickly the issue like people are going to pretend the issue doesn't exist and then the Asian Americans won't be able to get the um proper like treatment not treatment like mental health treatment but they, how they should be treated by individuals in yeah. society and the proper attention for the issue I don't know yeah, no, and I think, I don't, this is just, like, based on, like, what I've observed, and I'll, have you heard of um, Hassan Minaj? He's, like, a, he has his, like, own show, and he, like, talks about, like, political things and social issues. Really cool dude. He's on Netflix, and he has, like, a lot of cool stuff, but he's talking about, like, just his experiences with, like, his family, like, dealing with, like, racism, okay. and, and it's just, like, I think in general, Asian Americans have, like, dealt with racism differently or like they were very passive oh. about how they responded to racism and I've noticed that like just with like within my own community like whenever someone like says something racist or does something racist like toward me as in like a south southeast Asian person um we're very passive about it and we kind of just like let it go we're not super vocal about it we mm -hmm. like we don't make so much noise about it when it happens. And so I think that's like, we subconsciously like just kind of like let it keep going, let it go on. And I think because it's turned into like actual like violence and that like we're seeing it now and there has been violence in the past but it hasn't been like recorded or anything. Um, it, we're more willing to do something about it. So like, I don't, I don't, it's just like, it's really weird how people are comparing different types yeah. of racism when it's all like the same like it shouldn't matter like what type of racism right. it is like it's racism 
yeah that's wrong that shouldn't be you know you shouldn't have to like justify like different mm -hmm. types of it like if it's racist then it's racist and you shouldn't be doing that like get it right like <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, all marginalized yeah. groups deserve a voice and should oh, have been sure. validated by other marginalized groups yeah so. yeah and like there's like things going I don't know have you heard about like the argument about like a person of color like I don't I've been watch I just watch like a lot of like YouTube videos from like different mm -hmm. like perspectives of like um like black individuals or people of color and sometimes there's like an argument like going on about like if you're a person of color you can't be racist to like other people of color so like if I'm like say like I'm, since I'm like Indian, I can't be racist towards like other Indians or like racism if you're a Syrian, sorry. Because racism is only from the people in power. Or See, like, like, I don't necessarily think it's only about that. I think I like, I have definitely seen like people of color being racist toward other people of color. And I totally think that's like, that's a real thing. Like there are like black individuals as well that are racist, not everyone. Not everyone, but there are, everyone is capable of being racist, no matter, I like, like. I feel like it's prejudice in that case, but that might just be because we have different definitions of racism. Because I feel like. That's true. I tend to think racism is more, did we talk, didn't we have an episode on this? We talked about racism, we were trying to figure out, like, the definitions, and we were trying to figure out, like, the, what, so, yeah, continue, like, yeah. So, like, did, what did we end up saying was racism? I mean, I don't think we came to like a solid definition because there's okay. so, so many like right. factors that go into racism and there's different types of racism. Like, I think what we were mainly talking about earlier was anti-Black anti racism. Mm -hmm. And that was like our main focus. But right. I think the racism that we're seeing now is like, yeah, it's other types of racism. Yeah. And I think that just like kind of goes to show that like, it's not something that like only a certain group of individuals should be trying to like work on within themselves. Right. It should be everyone and like we we're all we're all involved in it somehow like i think sometimes i mean i in when i was younger i've definitely been racist to like other people of color just because of like how you know what people have told me and how people like acted around me so i thought it was right and you know growing up you realize like wow that no that's that's not right that's not how it should be and i don't think people talk about that and i think they should because like even if you are a person of color, like there, ha there, you might have some bias within you as well. Just like I've seen black individuals be racist towards other, like Asians. Okay. Like, like they will make racist comments without actually like realizing what they're saying. Like it's not something that one group should be right. Like held responsible, held accountable for. It should be everyone, yeah. including myself. Like I, I, I'm totally taking responsibility for that, and as it's been something I've been working on too. Yeah. But um, yeah, so just, yeah, kind of going back to like comparing <laughs> each other's like violence and experiences with racism is just so. Everyone's story matters. It does, it does. And yeah, we need to be raising more voices and making sure that, you know, there's <laughs> more exposure to the things that are yeah. going wrong. Sorry, I'm scrolling back down to our notes because I was looking through the racism notes. Uh, give me a hot second. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I th sometimes I think it's just like, 
were influenced by like the types of like news and like the types yeah. of like articles that we're seeing so we only get like I think this is like another case where like we're only getting like one side of the story right and so like people just don't understand that there are other things that go down <laughs> that we aren't necessarily seeing and you wouldn't really understand unless you're the person experiencing it yeah um yeah sorry you um, cause you said earlier that like Asian Americans, um, or at least in your, uh, family or culture, um, tend to like not brush off things of ra racist content, but like, um, not focus on it too much. Um, and I was curious, obviously you can't speak for the entire like Asian yeah. population. But like, maybe even just you as an individual, like why you think that might be? Honestly, I have no idea. Like, okay. I mean, I just like, I've observed it happen a lot, but I don't have an explanation for it. I just know that like, in general, like, I think, I think it's just because like, I have like parents who are immigrants, right? So like the fact that they like, you know, were able to come to like the US and get a job and be able to work like then they, them coming from like, you know, a developing country and like places where that like they didn't have as many opportunities there. This was like coming to the US was like huge, like huge thing for them. So like to complain about like some of the like racism and stuff that they experienced, I think that to them is just like was minuscule in comparison to like where they came from. So like, they're just like, you know, grateful that they like are okay. able to start their own lives here. So they were, I think quicker to brush off like the racist comments and made the violence and um I mean like I've like talked to like my parents about it and sometimes like I'll ask them like their opinions on racism and they tend to be a little more conservative about it I think just because they're immigrants and because like they've seen like the other side of it right. and so like they're like oh yeah well racism happens all the time like it's you're always gonna like find like racist people like there's nothing you can do about it I'm like hmm I understand where they're coming from but like you know like I under I also understand where they're coming like I understand like how we think about it because you know we're brought up in the U.S. and like mm -hmm. we we see there's a problem with it but we've also like not been exposed to like other countries and we haven't right. had that experience so like I know where they're coming from so like it makes sense why they would think that and why they wouldn't really stand up for themselves because like they didn't they didn't start out here <laughs> they started out somewhere else Whereas like, you can't say the same thing for like black individuals because they were here and they right. like, have every right to be here and people are still racist toward them. Mm -hmm. So like, I think it's just like completely different narratives here going. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't speak for every Asian right. individual because yeah. like, yeah, not everyone has immigrant parents either. And some of them are still passive and some of them are vo more vocal. Like there's definitely a lot of vocal Asians who are definitely speaking out and should be speaking out. Like right. <laughs> need to have more of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully that answered your question. <laughs> I went to a cool um, Asian women in leadership conference the other week. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And it like touched on like how like Asian women have to like fight for the um same opportunities that like others have like um it's really hard to you know like they 
at least the women that were in the conference um, spoke on how like they want to be passive because they think that's like the way they should be, but they learned that they can't be passive and still like have a successful career, or yeah. career which is kind of interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure why we all decided to be passive after that. I mean, maybe it was influenced by like our parents and like, you know, how they moved from a kind of, like a situation that wasn't working for them but that's the only reason I can think of but like maybe there's another reason that I just am not aware of but I mean yeah oh I was just gonna say like um in like American culture the only reason people are like really passive is stems from like I feel like religious perspectives like you're Mm -hmm. supposed to like humble and kind and like selfless and all that I don't know but I don't know if it if there's any relation to Asian cultures so I just had like a bunch of thoughts and I'm like no worries <laughs> no that's a that's actually a good point though um that's like I don't, I don't know if that is related to racism in particular but I know like just in like small things I can see how that how well actually it might be related I was like thinking about it because like I know like um, within like different like religious communities or like spiritual communities are all about like, you know, love and light and spreading community and, you know, being accepting and supporting of everyone. So like sometimes people get the wrong idea and think that because like you, you call someone out or tell somebody, tell somebody that they're wrong and like, you know, um, like just like reciprocate the type of like maybe hate that they were giving to other people to like show them that what you're doing is not right that can be wrong and like you shouldn't you shouldn't do that and I think I don't know if that made any sense (laughs) I'm like sorry (laughs) I know I was talking I was like this doesn't make any sense um let me figure out how to wear this hold on um okay it's okay let me give you like a different like analogy or like an example so like I can like connected to what I'm doing (laughs) my mind is like not working sorry um okay so like let's talk about boundaries this we know about all right so say like someone is like you're you're rooming with like a a person in an apartment like you have a roommate or something like that Mm -hmm. right and you guys like agreed on from the beginning that someone's going to do the dishes and someone's going to like um make the food and then you're going to like alternate yes so say one of the roommates like stops doing the dishes and then you tell them like, can you please do the dishes? And they're like, okay, I'll do it. And then they never do it. And then you're always like, do the dishes. Why aren't you doing the dishes? And like, sometimes like there's um, uh, people who kind of like don't set that boundary. So like, so like if the person that's not doing the dishes is, is, not, is not doing the dishes, the person who wants the other person to do the dishes is like afraid of confronting the person that's doing the yep. dishes. So they don't say anything. So they just kind of like keep going with it. And just like, because they're afraid of hurting the other person's feelings because they think it'd be like wrong to like, you know, state their, like establish your boundaries. So like that example, I think kind of like, if you broaden that out a little bit to like a religious perspective, um, you could say that this person doesn't want to establish their boundaries and tell the other person that, hey, what you're doing is wrong. So 
they're always just, they, they continue to be like, love and light, like, we'll be accepting. Like, I'll just like, I'll just go along with it. Is this making sense? Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay. So yeah, they just. Like, you just forgive someone over and over and over again, even though. Right. You just, you yeah. keep pushing it under the rug and you don't like actually call them out. And I think the people, the religious people or the people who are like scared of saying something don't yeah. want to hurt the other person's feelings and don't want to create like a problem. So they don't say anything. And so I think that kind of applies to the racism thing because they're like, if I talk about my problems, then I'm just going to create a problem and I'm going to be like the drama queen sort of thing right they talked about that in the uh hate you give the book the hate you give in the movie yeah um like the main character um star she like at her school because she went to like an all-white school basically um besides like one or two other black individuals and like she wanted to call people out on so much stuff but like if she called people out she would be seen as like the angry black woman right or she like said any like um slang words mm-hmm. you'll like um marginalize her so she had to be like she had to like remove part of her personality kind of and be like just a smart kind perfect person you know so mm-hmm. I don't know if that was related, but it just seemed related to me, so. No, no, I could see how that's related. Yeah, it's just, like, they don't want to say anything because they don't want to, you know, make it a problem and, like, yeah. they want to be viewed in, like, a negative light because right. people are judgmental and don't understand. But, <laughs> yeah, I know, that, that, that totally makes sense, for sure, for sure. And that also segues into a interesting question that I had. Um, and we can, we'll broaden it after I ask it, okay. but... Have you ever been deemed as being like a fake Indian? No one's like explicitly said that to me, but like I could feel it. <laughs> I could feel it. Um, Cause like, I'm definitely more, I definitely view myself as like more, I more American than I like express any of like my like cult, like Indian culture. Cause like I was, you know, born in the U.S. and obviously, like, I'm going to be like participating in a lot more like American culture. But this varies from like every like individual because there right. are, you know, p- uh, kids who are born in the U.S. but their families are very, um, very traditional. So they like, you know, practice a lot of the culture and traditions and like celebrations, which I do. But I also like never really took seriously, um, like. I never picked up on like the language that my parents speak. I like, I, I do like, I, I understand like 70% of the language, but I like, I haven't spoken it to them or to anyone in like so, so long. So it's all kind of, I've kind of forgotten it like over time. Um, and I don't keep in touch with like my family members, members in like India that often. So like I've lost like a lot of like, just like understanding of like the culture just because I've just been surrounded by um, people who don't really yeah who aren't Indian and who practice the culture although we do have like Indian friends I like never really associated with that because I never saw myself uh I didn't really fit in and so um when I would I know that like when I would go to like you know in like Indian celebrations like maybe like Holi or Diwali um sometimes like I just wouldn't know what to do or like during like pujas where which is basically like a ritual for like in the temple um I wouldn't know what to do and so like I could feel like the judgment of like you know like you should know what to do like you 
to know how to like celebrate and know like what these things mean. And I just, I didn't know because I was just like, I didn't practice the culture all that often. So I felt like the fake Indian. Okay. Um, yeah, cause like, yeah, I know we have like friends who have had comments. I think you mentioned like one of our friends, um, I think one of our friends was labeled as like a fake Indian because she didn't really know like about like Indian culture, even though she was Indian. Um, yeah, it's just kind of sad. It's just like, <laughs> it's interesting yeah. because like, I feel like it's kind of similar to the um, LinkedIn story I shared. Like it's, in, instead of like building each other and like getting to a state of like, we're all fighting the powers that be, you know? Um, it's like tearing each other down. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I could do that. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, sorry, if you were gonna say something, you can go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I was just gonna say like, a lot of, it's like marginalized group versus marginalized group or like in like an, a workspace, like they want like 5% African-Americans or like 5% people of color. So like the Asian woman has to fight against the black man instead of like trying to have both of you and trying to fight against the, well, I mean, not fight the white people, but like, you know, <laughs> expand the equality um, or like women, like to break the glass ceiling, like women are taught to compare themselves to women and to fight women and to like, stake their claim on their men and like all of that stuff instead of like women supporting women. Asians supporting Asians, Latinos are supporting the Latinos. Like, yeah, sorry, I digress. <laughs> no, I think that's, that's a totally valid point. Like, it's just like the system kind of forces us to yeah. compete against each other. I think we talked about this in like one of our like uh, women's, uh, we're, one of our episodes about like women in the workplace or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally think that's valid. It's like, it's it's working against how we want to come together because we have to compete to, to you know, make a decent living. And it's just, it doesn't work out for anyone. It's just so sad, but yeah, yeah. Really it is for sure. It's like so weird because like the whole like comparison thing kind of like you can see like different patterns and like different like in different like topics because I know we were like talk we talk about like mental health a lot and like people tend to compare mental illnesses too even though all mental illnesses are like valid and you can you need treatment and they should be treated like like a serious thing. And I feel like some people are like competing over like which types of mental illnesses are worse, like depression right. versus like anxiety or like, you know, I have PTSD, anxiety and this and that. And like, oh, you only have this, like, um, well, you don't have this. So like, like you're- But you're not that depressed. You don't need help. Exactly. It makes me so mad. I'm like, you shouldn't need to compare like your experience with someone else. If anything, that's just hurting you. Like, yeah. it's just like, you're, you're, it, it almost sounds like you want to continue to be like in pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, aren't you supposed to be like, are we supposed to be like supporting each other and helping each other heal? But it's almost like, I don't know, maybe it's just me observing things, but it's almost like a trend to have mental illness. Like if you have a mental illness, you like, you're so much, like you're so much cooler now. 
like oh my gosh she's so relatable we have like the same mental illness yeah. like oh that's so oh you know it, it's yeah. so twisted and like so weird like being healthy isn't cool anymore you have to be unhealthy to be well, relatable like, I also feel like and I'm not in these people's bodies so maybe this is like a dick move for me to say but like I feel like some people are exaggerating maybe or like lying about mental illness in order to get clout I mean I definitely think that's a real thing and I think people okay. have done that and I think okay. it's just like it's definitely invalidating the people who actually have problems mm -hmm. because they're trying to you know gain, gain attention from having these issues and get people to like yeah. sympathize and like there are people who are super man manip manipulative about that like they'll maybe like make their issues a little more exaggerated than maybe it is to like gain more support and love and because like people are more willing to like show love and stuff when you like when you're vulnerable and I think some people take advantage of that and it's a problem because like you're not helping anyone and you're certainly not helping yourself like I I I, I said I said I think oh my gosh I'm stuttering so much I think <laughs> I I sort of think that like the more you think about like this is sort of like sort of an esoteric concept but I think the more you think about something the more real it becomes for you mm. and so like it kind of like you know ties into like the law of attraction and like your thoughts create your reality and like if you keep focusing on like having a mental illness that thing might actually happen and you could like sort of self-sabotage yourself into developing like a disorder that wasn't there to begin with you could and, argue about this oh okay wait like have your thoughts changed? Like, do you have any other, do you want to discuss? Because I'm totally not like, I feel like you, like, we argued in our group about, I mean, we've argued about a lot of things, but, like, the, the mental health thing that we argued with you about, about, like, the, like, you don't create your own mental illness. Mm -hmm. It's just there. I don't know. And, like, anxiety, I'm not trying to focus on my anxiety. It's just... My heart is beating in my mind. Oh, yeah. 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 No, so, I'm not saying everyone's everyone's mental illness is caused by, like, themselves. Like, it's it's very real, and some people, like, can't control it, and it's caused by things that are out of their control. And I, that's totally, like, like you're, you're, like, you dealing with anxiety like that might not be caused by, like, yourself. It could be, you know, other things that I can't explain that. I think what I was trying to say was that, like, there are cases where, like, some people do sometimes self-sabotage themselves into like having things that they didn't need to do because maybe they wanted to fit a certain like societal construct or something like that. Like, I definitely think that's real. I don't think that's the case for everyone. And it's, it's definitely, it definitely isn't because I mean, I've experienced that too. <laughs> I mean, I've experienced anxiety too without like wanting to, like without focusing on, on anxiety. Like I understand. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I was more trying to like say that that's a possibility and it, it does happen. I think it's worth talking about because there might be a lot of people that we could help by talking about that because they do that. <laughs> Interesting, okay. You look like you have, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I feel like I need to think about it more because um, I feel like I'm probably just not understanding it completely. Cause like a lot of the times when you explain something to me, I'm I like, and I argue it right away it's usually just because I don't get the concept um and I not that I disagree with what you're saying you know so yeah well thank yeah. you for like not like flaming me 
because <laughs> like yeah no thank you for like discussing stuff like that with me yeah. because yeah people can be very judgmental I'm like willing to like discuss it like I don't like I don't understand why people are so yeah. like so like they like shut people down without actually hearing their like perspective and I think it's worth talking about like this sort of thing because then you can like clear up any misunderstandings and like you know come to like a good conclusion and like everyone knows what they're talking about and everything's clear but it doesn't work like that all the time so it's yeah. sad but it's important but sometimes it's scary like some people don't want to like risk their ego or like risk I don't know people like being offended or stuff like that so mm-hmm. yeah for sure for sure um we're out of time <laughs> but this was a really interesting conversation and I'd love to like maybe like do another episode about like the whole uh, like differing opinions because I think it's interesting I think it's worth the whole thing about. yeah and it like kind of like connects to like, really a lot of things but that I honestly did not realize you still believe that. Really? Yeah, really. Because we haven't talked about that in a hot second. Surprise! (laughs) The last thing we talked about, um, I mean, we've talked about mental health a lot, but we talked about something like in your car. Uh, I don't remember. Cool. Yeah. We can talk about it more. It's not like me, like, if it's good for me to like analyze all the shit that went down a few years ago or if I should um, just move past it. Um, I think we talked about that recently, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely learned, I'm definitely a different person compared to like, you know, a couple yes. months ago, a couple years yes. ago. So like, I now know what I should say, and what I shouldn't say and what I can't control and what I can't control. So I'm definitely more better about how I approach these situations. So um, I'll leave it at that. And <laughs> oh, this is so awkward. I'm sorry. Sorry for anyone who's listening, but we can definitely have a conversation about this later because I, I think yeah. it'd be an interesting conversation. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> if you guys enjoyed this episode, you can leave us a like. Um, if you're on YouTube, comment on what opinions you have we'd love to hear it and um if you want to reach out to us you can reach us at um far from normal podcast 2020 at gmail.com we also have an instagram at far from normal podcast google forms also in the instagram so you can leave mm-hmm. any comments suggestions feedbacks questions anything in there we're very active on instagram so definitely leave us a comment and say hi um and yeah we'll see you in the next episode bye, bye. all love you bye. <laughs>